Hey, hello guys. This is Seamus Desai, back with my new podcast episode. I am again blessed to have a word with somebody really, really special, Mr. Sanjay Puri sir. I am so, so much grateful that he has given me a chance over this, and taking up this chance, I have started this whole conversation with a very, very funny question. So you won't like to miss the beginning itself. So, do you have any other interest apart from architecture? Like, do you swim, play chess, or watch movies, or any other stuff like that? Yes, I swim. I love swimming. In fact, I love traveling, and I love drawing. But of course, my drawings nowadays only put into architecture. All right. What are the other? Yeah, yeah, I like watching movies as well. Okay, okay. So basically, we started in nineteen ninety two with the large township project, and for a long time, you were doing those commercially driven projects only. And there was a big gap between you actually find that one fancy project that we always look for. So, would you like to speak about the kind of challenges you faced during that time? Okay, so the challenge. Uh, so nothing was a challenge. The thing that uh, because we started a office. With the first project being a commercially led development for a township of four thousand apartments, so all our first project for the first decade, I would say, ten years, mm-hmm. were basically developer projects. You know, yeah. So they there'll be single buildings, there'll be four five buildings, but all of them were for. uh developers who were selling it commercially so these were two bedroom three bedroom four bedroom apartments of different sizes different configurations one bedroom apartments economical housing those kind of projects but all developer led projects so and we had so much of that so much of it that there was actually no time to breathe or think or try for any other kind of projects so once in a while something interesting came we obviously would try for it but the mainstream of the office was doing those kind of projects until finally somebody gave us a chance to do a hospitality project which is a ground floor swan building and then uh, a club somewhere then a leisure center so slowly 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 that transition happened where we started doing more of the other work the more interesting architectural work okay okay so I've always seen you explaining your sketches, uh, from the concept itself to the plans, 3Ds, and whatnot. But once you finish them, obviously there must be some guy or team who you would take your sketches to. But since sometimes there are so many of them, so I have this curiosity to know that do you explain each one of them or like how it's done? Do I explain each one of them? Of course. So how it happens is. i conceptualize something in a sketch form in and we draw everything i i draw the plan the section the way it works the heights the open spaces that are required for it and the sizing so all the drawings are always to scale so my preferred scales are i can straight away draw on 1 is to 200 1 is to 250 1 is to 500 scales literally without measuring yeah yeah i simply put the scale at the bottom after i finish so yes so everything is explained and then i explain that to somebody to take it forward 
they are of course free to make modifications if required and then it comes back then you check it then you tweak it again then it goes back so there are two three rounds of that until it finally goes into a final design drawing with 3ds and then to the client all right all right okay so we are witnessing a tech boom and everything is getting digitalized very rapidly and from the pending itself there is a huge rush on different digital platforms and people are posting their work from some sponsoring their projects and stuff like that so i would like to know how do you see this like do you think it's somehow shifting our focus from the design process or are you optimistic about it and you think it's good for each one of us i don't think it's got any relevance actually if you're saying that if you're thinking that people are only doing designs to post it and that doesn't make any sense so if somebody is really doing that that is really unfortunate because that's not how you do it so you're doing a design in our case we are doing a design which is actually being built so or it's an option of one of them that's going to be built so these are all genuine things and nobody is doing it to post it on social media you're doing it because it's reality that's a project that's going to happen and you just happen to share it that's all okay okay is no driving force for doing anything all right all right it's day to day so everybody looks at it differently in our case it is just a platform to share our ideas all right so sir talking about the students how do you think students of architecture can educate themselves in a better way uh, for the architecture which is exactly outside college walls for students the two best things are to experience buildings in reality not on social media not in drawings not in plans not in books not in magazines but to physically feel them walk through those spaces see what feeling there is you like something then you then you study it and so how how did this happen why did this happen find out more but unless you experience different kinds of buildings you will never truly be inspired or informed that's one and the second thing is to try and work as early as possible in life so that you are always in touch with reality when you're getting educated there's a lot of hypothetical stuff that you're doing and you don't know whether that's to know you know even if it's possible to build that way or not look at a first year student he doesn't know that you know if i draw this line can is it possible to build and if it is possible to build in what material should i build it and how will it be built so you're just making designs without the knowledge of actual construction so ideally you should start working from the first year itself so that you have the knowledge of reality alongside your education and then you will be truly informed as to what you are designing how is it practically possible for it to be made as well and i think that's a very very good way to study you need to work as well as study simultaneously all right so last but not the least uh so i don't know what is success for you i mean there are some people who are doing number of projects but they are unable to hit that mark and on the other hand there are some people and few firms who choose to do very very selective projects because they believe in doing justice with architecture so like what do you think see i 
okay so success in architecture is if you have envisaged something that is unique and you see it through the way you envisage it and your final result is something that you're totally proud of that is success whether you project at a time or whether you do 10 projects at a time that is your capability that's totally different thing okay it could be you could be doing 100 projects also that's not a measure of your success measure of your success is if your project was envisaged firstly in a new unique interesting manner that kind of redefines the way that space was seen before or experienced before and then if you actually see it through to reality that that's you know that i i wanted to do a hotel in this way that nobody has ever done it before and i did it and wow it feels good and people are happy to experience that space that is success in the architectural terms it's not about i did five projects together or i did 20 projects together or my office is doing 100 projects together that is immaterial 